0: You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, Outlaws, welcome to episode 81. Thank you for joining me for the penultimate episode of our summer series. We are going to be taking a little break over here at Outlaw headquarters in August. We're not going to be releasing any new episodes during that month. But we will be planning and working behind the scenes because let me tell you, there is some exciting stuff coming when we come back in September with our brand new season of the podcast and some other ways of getting your hands on more episodes and maybe some merch. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) So that's all to come. And I'm being that person because right now at the time of recording this, I have not finalized all of the details, but I was too excited not to share it with you. So there's that little bit of information. And of course, as we get closer to the time, I will be letting you all know exactly what is going on. So make sure you are following us over on Instagram at entrepreneurial underscore outlaws and if you have not yet jumped on our email list make sure you do that because every week when we publish a new episode we send out an email running down the topics basically it's like show notes in your inbox with a direct link to the podcast so you're not gonna forget that we have brand new episodes airing i'm just saying it's fun and you can decide exactly how much or how often you hear from us you are in control. I really respect your inbox because I have a lot of boundaries in my own inbox. So make sure you go and do that. And that way you will get all of the information when it comes out. Now, today, as we finish up our summer series over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about what we could essentially do now to get ready for autumn. Now, if you have been hanging out with me for a while anywhere on on anywhere on the interwebs whether it's here on the podcast, email, social media, you know that I am an advocate for slow business. I am an advocate for mindful productivity and I'm very much anti hustle culture. We have talked about that on the show and I've talked about it everywhere because hustle culture encourages us to, well, hustle, but it encourages us to work ahead and catch up and, and always be focused on strategy, always focused on doing more and being more. And look, for some folks, some folks that works, right? It's not really my thing. I have seasons of busier, periods in my business and I have seasons where I need to slow down. And the older I get <laughs> and the more I lean into this, the more I realize that my energy is and has always been very much aligned with the seasons. And being an entrepreneur means I get to dictate my hours. I get to run my own schedule. Like most of us, we are in control of a huge amount of how we spend our time. And I'm going to assume that most of you are also looking to run a business that will help you to create the lifestyle you want. I think that's really, really important because oftentimes when we start our online businesses, we kind of have that, maybe slightly naive, but we feel like, we are going to have all the things that we didn't previously have, say, in a corporate job. We're going to have the freedom, which is true. We can dictate our schedules, which is true. But because society has done a really good job of telling us to attach, deta- sorry, to attach our self-worth to our productive output, we very quickly get into this cycle where we are still running our businesses like we are an employee, right? We've, you've probably seen this in a lot of business and entrepreneurial marketing, you know, don't treat yourself like you're an employee of your business, which is absolutely true. Um, Oftentimes that needs a lot more context, but that is definitely something I felt in my own business. I have felt like an employee and I felt like a very unproductive employee, You know, I felt like I'm just dashing from one task to another, that nothing ever really gets done. I don't really get to give things my love and my attention. And that's something that I've been healing in my own business for quite some time. And what I found is that as I shifted towards this slower business, as I started to detach myself from my productivity and I started to focus on business in more, really more of my feelings around business and my passion and my alignment with the things that I really wanted to create in the world, there was a shift. It's not always that easy and you know, I'm six and a half years into this and it's taken me some time. And it's not what everyone wants or needs in their business. But what I think is really important for us to remember is that a lot of this hustle culture narrative has come from society. It's come from these external places and it's it's bled into the entrepreneurial world, right? We, we're not immune to this. And we often see these quotes that talk about detaching ourselves from the action of being productive, you know, detach your self worth from your productivity. In the same hand, we see these quotes and posts about how we would rather work 60 hours a week for ourselves than 50 hours a week for someone else. And I think they mean well. But it's still part of hustle culture. You know, we see it, we give it a double tap, but it's still really hard to detach our self-worth from the hustle. It's hard to reframe the way we feel at the end of a workday when, if and when, things don't go to plan. And you probably are saying there, nodding your head, you know what that feeling feels like. I do too. We all have those days where things just didn't go to plan. Either Some kind of email came in, or somebody needed something, or just we just didn't have the energy that we were hoping we were going to have that day to bring to our work. And it can be frustrating, especially when we are experiencing a busier, more creative, and project based season of our business. Now, typically in the summer, this is a season of high energy. This is a season where, you know, symbolically it is all about you know, being outside and, you know, really having that energy that the the sunlight gives us and and being able to, you know, create and and do these things. Personally, I don't feel that. I, I want to spend my time during the summer very differently to how I want to spend time at any other time of the year. But it's all about starting to understand what we need. So when I talk about getting ready for autumn, I'm not talking about hustling now so that we don't have to hustle later. I'm not talking about planning months worth of content ahead. If that's something that works for you and your business, go for it. Like, absolutely. What I want to encourage us to do is to start to create awareness and curiosity around your own experience with hustle and productivity. And this will allow you to identify and reframe your journey. So, this will essentially mean that you won't feel the need to push yourself past your limits. You won't need to ignore your boundaries. You will be able to stand your ground and, you know, honor your boundaries and to really allow yourself the time and energy you need at any given season. So often that lackluster feeling, right, that feeling, that feeling of hustle, that feeling of things didn't go to plan, that um, is a bigger emotion, right? It's a bigger emotion, For example, it might be a creativity block that could be the result of a vulnerability hangover. That's something I have literally just experienced this past week in my business. It's something I've been feeling putting my art out into the world and shifting my business in this way feels really vulnerable. And at the same time, it's left me feeling really scared and it's left me feeling like a bit of an imposter. At the same time, It's often about a deep need to rest. And the issue lies within society's desire to shame rest. Society shames rest, napping, sleeping in, (laughs) living slowly. It shames the idea that we cannot do it all at all the time, We praise people who are busy. We praise busyness, right? We glorify it. And in the online space, you'll definitely find content that's saying, don't wear that busy badge of honor. But again, in the same hand, I wonder how often we see it, we understand it, but we don't really believe it's possible because society shames us for needing to rest. It shames us for needing to slow down or take it easy. The patriarchy has conditioned us to say yes to everyone else first, to undervalue our time, our energy and our needs. And we have been taught to measure our own and other people's success by how much is achieved, pretty much like a machine. So when it comes to what you can do now to get ready for the next season of business, I encourage you to go inward. I know that we're supposed to close down our laptop at the end of the day, feeling really proud of how much we've achieved. And it doesn't matter if we didn't take a break or eat a meal or get any fresh air. I understand that that's the narrative. And I understand hand on heart that we've all felt that way and probably do. There is that giddy feeling of, I did everything that I needed to do today. There's nothing wrong with that feeling. What happens is when we take it to the extremes, because we're not robots, we're human beings. We're cyclical, we're people with needs and emotions and lives to live. So what we need to do is reframe that journey. You don't need or have to do anything right now to get ahead, For autumn, you don't. You can look at upcoming projects. You can look at your time and block out any vacation time, days off. In fact, I encourage you to block out that time. If you use Google Calendar like I do, put the hour of office on and decline any new and existing meetings. That's what I do, and it really helps me. To visually look at my calendar and say, well, I'm not working then. And I don't have to think about whether I'm going to say yes or no to something because it's automatically declined. That's a really wonderful way of honouring that boundary. If I'm taking a week off, no, I'm not taking meetings. At the same time, we can look forward. We can look at the next season and say, okay, what is it that my what are my intentions? What are my goals? How am I going to be measuring my success during that season? What is it that I'm planning for? We absolutely can have awareness and plan for those areas of our business, but that doesn't mean that you have to do anything right now to quote, "get ahead. You can allow, That next step to ebb and flow. I like to know what's coming. I like to be in control. (laughs) So I like to look ahead at the next season. I like to have a visual idea of okay, when am I working? When am I having time off? What else is happening? What about my team? Do they have time off that I know about? Um, Are there deadlines? Are there projects? other things that I had already planned for. I like to understand that and see it. But what I'm saying is it doesn't ultimately impact what I'm doing right now in my business. Because what I'm doing right now in my business is what feels like the right next step. It feels like the right work to be doing in this moment. And if I'm able to plan out or break down a project into tasks and start looking at, okay, when do I need to start this project? That's absolutely okay. But what I'm not going to do, and this is where I encourage you to reframe this journey, is start to put all of my energy right now into getting ahead. Because this cycle of getting ahead It never ends. It is a vicious cycle. It never ends because you get ahead now. What happens in the autumn? You're getting ahead for winter. We see it every single year on repeat. People burning out towards the end of the year. We hit September and we see the conversation of finish strong. We don't have to finish strong We can actually live in this moment and we can run our businesses energetically aligned. We can think about what's coming. We can be aware of it. We can map out. But if you're anything like me and you are challenged by this idea of planning ahead sometimes because you work so intuitively and you're so inspired by conversations that happen around you or the seasons or what is happening maybe you run a business that is you know very much responsive and reactive to the season to the month to you know i'm thinking of the lunar cycle you know if you if you're like me and you host new moon and full moon workshops during the during these cycles this isn't something i can plan out months in advance i know it's coming but I'm not necessarily going to do all of the work months in advance. So really what I want us to understand is that we're real people with needs and emotions and lives, and we are able to lean into this season of our business. We can be aware of what's coming. In fact, I encourage you to be aware of what's coming because Putting our head in the sand doesn't help. Being aware of what's coming. Starting to think about boundaries that you can set rather than about how you can write, you know, a thousand emails ahead of time. Reframing how it is we, quote, work ahead, right? Think about yourself first. Think about your time, getting that out of office in, right? Thinking about communicating that with your team, if you have a team, Having these conversations with yourself with your with yourself, having these conversations with your team, having these conversations with your loved ones, these are ways in which we can quote work ahead without having to hustle. The problem comes when we put everything else in front of what we need. Right? We put everybody else's needs above our own. So although we are able to look at that and plan ahead and think about what is coming. It doesn't mean that we have to focus on being productive, being a robot. We don't have to focus on just outputting as much strategy and as many numbers as possible. Think about the different ways you can measure your success. Think about the different ways that you can really lean into what is most aligned for you right now and how you can then deliver that. Creating a business that helps you lead the lifestyle you want. It's game changing. It's so powerful and so important. And especially for those of us who are empaths and highly sensitive folks if you need that slowness and you need that flexibility to ebb and flow within your business, this is one of the ways that we can start to detach from hustle culture. We can avoid attaching planning to our self-worth. We can detach ourselves from the action of being productive and instead lean into what we need And use that as the metric for, quote, working ahead, planning ahead, getting ahead, whatever you wanna call it. Right? Putting ourselves first rather than deadlines. (sighs) Thank you for joining me again for this penultimate episode of our summer series. We have one more episode coming this month. And as I said at the beginning, we are now taking, we will be taking a break in August. And I'm so excited for what's to come in the next season of the show. If you have any questions about today's episode, please head over to our Instagram, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. Come over there, say hello. Um, I read every message and I love to see what other people are taking from our episodes and how it's helping you to reframe these toxic cultures within entrepreneurship and how it helps you to really stretch your outlaw wings. If you would like a transcript for today's episode, you can head to melanieknights.com forward slash podcast. We post every new episode over there with a transcript. You'll also find all of the show notes. Any links that we mention in the episode will be over there. Thank you so much for joining me again for today. We will see you again later this month for episode 82. Until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community. And together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode, along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melaninightscom forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, Outlaws.